Welcome to podcast 68 of the what? No, welcome to episode 68 of the Quizicast. You already fucked it up. Well, it, the, I, I fucked up the number too, so welcome to episode 34. 33. Oh, so close. 33. Yep. So close. Right. Yep. The, the, the episode is already a train wreck. The first, first episode on, on, on Discord is, is already. <laughs> and I'm Logan. I'm Matt. Are we doing the, the thing we did last time where we each make up a last name for ourselves? Oh, I forgot about that. I'm Logan Fitzpatrick. I'm Matt Dispacito. <laughs> no. I, I refuse to be a part of this. I, I'm, I'm Sandy Focusrite. Okay. <laughs> this is so sad. Arduino played Dispacito. <laughs> Arduino? Yeah, that's what it, what the video was, right? I, I thought it was Alexa. I mean, that makes more sense, but he was he was using an Arduino in that. Oh, hey, this is so sad. That yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah, the Logan Italian doesn't guy. know what this is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, stop, stop creeping my YouTube likes, Matt. I, this was established long ago. I have that playlist saved and once in a while I see you've added more stuff to it. And it's like my little, it's like my little personal, what's that subreddit called? YouTube poop? YouTube haiku? YouTube haiku? It's my yeah. own like personal YouTube, YouTube haiku. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what it is. No, YouTube poops are a thing. Do you not know, Logan? No. YouTube poops are where they take an episode of something or like cut scenes from a video game and they cut mm-hmm. them together to make different things, you know? like youtube have, poop. yeah they just they just fuck with you episodes of i think it was like that's the old animated sonic show is is a big source of that oh right and the um the uh front the fresh what, what did yeah. they call it but it was based the, on the fresh prince of bel-air it was the fresh pins of blair <laughs> right is yeah, what yeah. The YouTube poop is called yo chi can you make me a sandwich no no yeah <laughs> Uh, I don't feel like explaining these. Yeah, no, this is, yeah, nobody understands. So I'll, I'll just link it in the show notes. Uh, yeah, this is the first episode we're recording on discord. Uh, scheduling has been difficult and we decided it would be better if at least for now we started recording these, uh, through discord. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. It, It should be interesting. I am dozens of miles away. Yeah. Literally, literally dozens, (laughs) literally Uh, dozens. Yeah, would you guys get up to? It's a spooky time of year. It's uh, this the spooky time is upon us. Yep, that it looks like that. Sandy's spooky. This, Sandy's and already forgotten that this is a podcast. <laughs> yeah, not, not a video <laughs> cast. Video, yeah, yeah. A no, video no, podcast. nobody. We can see the video, but the audience, audience does not. Mm. But yeah, I, I think so far the video is kind of helping with the, you know, not being able to see see each other's body language problem mm-hmm. that, that you run into when you record things online. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. yeah. Anyways, spooky. What was, did you guys do anything spooky? We, we did some spooky things. We went to, to uh, Moloch's place and we had a spooky Halloween right. party. It was uh, spooky. I, I drank a it little too spooky. much. <laughs> almost, almost left my beanie behind. Uh, That's the spookiest thing you can get yourself into. I left yeah. my umbrella there. I was very sad. You I left, have to get it tomorrow. You left your umbrella? Yeah. Oof. Are you doing the playtesting tomorrow? 
Yeah, so I'll just pick it up then. Yeah. Yeah, I probably will too. So I'll I'll probably see you at that. Yeah. Sweet. Spooky, spooky things. I didn't dress up this year, and I'm I'm kind of sad about that because I I like to normally, but I just didn't really have time to yeah. put together a costume yeah. this year. Yeah. What about you guys? No. No. Do you? Yeah, do you no. Not- I mean, I'm I'm terrified of trick or treaters now that I live in an apartment, and I'm like, <laughs> oh man, I, like it. There's children that live in this building. And I don't know what I'm going to do if they knock on this door wanting candy because I already ate all of it. And I don't know what to do. <laughs> they say they say like, trick or treat, and then you just scream as loud as you can and shut the door. On no, them. I just break down crying. I say it's all gone. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy like, enough, and then you just and it's like, but like in an apartment, I can't like turn the light off outside to like signal that this apartment doesn't get. Yeah, out candy, that's true. Right? You kind of lose that. It's just when you don't. They're just going to knock house. on every door, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just gotta ignore yeah. the knocks. Just put a sign That's outside. That's terrifying, though. What if it's the cops? Then they'll say, "Police, let us in." What if they're kids pretending to be cops? No, yeah, like it's a it's an eight year old dressed up as a cop. Then you're fucked. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, then that's no one can help you. Worst worst Fair. case scenario. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like so, you're yeah, more my, likely my... to see a kid dressed up as a firefighter or something, though. I feel like cop is a yeah. less common uh, yeah. costume. Yeah, they only got scary in the in the past couple of years. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> actually, I don't know if that's entirely true. <laughs> I feel like yeah, Halloween hasn't not. been scary for certain the last, groups like, of people. Cops were always scary. It's mm. like were zombies scary before there were zombie movies? You know, who can who can who can be sure? It's well, a great, well, before it's a great before analogy. there were like b- before you had your your Romero movies, uh, it, zombies were like a very different thing. They were like a like a kind of a voodoo like folk legend kind of monster. They yeah. they, they weren't like these walking corpses. Uh, so I don't know. I guess I guess that would just be like really scary, just on the basis of like that person's dressed as a as a walking corpse, and like this isn't in like I've never seen this before. This hasn't mm-hmm. been done. This hasn't been like excessively done in Hollywood yet. I don't know. Yeah, that's a that's a weird yes, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really have any. Um, I was like kind of tempted to go out, out to like Bed Bath and Beyond and and just literally get a bed sheet and cut some holes out and and just go as a bed sheet ghost. <laughs> that was that was kind of the plan, but I don't I don't think so. I mean, I don't I don't even really have anything to dress for now except for I guess like work. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, yeah, dude, you got it. You got to dress up for work, man. Otherwise, you'll be shunned. That's true. Every everybody in the mm-hmm. company will shun me. Every, every literally mm-hmm. everybody else will, will will be dressed up, and it'll just be me. That'd be funny though. Like if yeah. if I was like a bedsheet ghost, just sitting at my desk typing, this like <laughs> that's like it's it's a good it's a good image. I think. Yeah, I didn't even really have any costume ideas. I went as. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing, Santi? Just continue. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it just looks really funny. I know. Just continue. <laughs> I went as uh his name he's it's a he's got a weird first name. Raul, his name Jeff? No. <laughs> uh Raul Duke from from the main character from from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is is who I went as uh last year and oh. that turned out pretty well. Uh Hunter S. Thompson? I mean that's who he is essentially, but he has a fictional yeah. name in in the in the oh, book. Does he? Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His does last he? name's Duke. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he doesn't. I, 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 think, people, a, I think people I think, just call I think him that's Duke. That's what he gets the hotel room 
uh, with like the, the oh, name, like you think it's like a under? fake alias? I think yeah, his name. I thought his name still was Duke. I mean, I know it's him, but like this character is a stand-in for Hunter S. Thompson because because I disagree. I, I think I, yeah, me too. I, I'm pretty there sure that's how it is. I mean, we can fact check it. We can, we can look it up. It's not a, it's not no. a fact. It's a democracy. Okay, you're outvoted. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this, is a court of, this is a court of public opinion. And also, you're also exactly like let. I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and plug Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. It's it's a it's a good book. I recommend it. Yeah, it's a very interesting it's a short book. book. Well, like I this the reason I think it is this way is I I remember reading this and and the whole like a big part of the book is that it was half of it was fictional and half of it was Hunter S. Thompson's real experience in Vegas when he went on that mm-hmm. trip. And yeah. like, mm-hmm. they just kind of the, the, the real and the fictional melded together and you didn't really know what was what. So yeah. like, so it was just, yeah, I mean like, I don't think his real life like doctor or lawyer rather was, was named Dr. Gonzo or maybe he was, I don't know. Hard to say. I mean, I'm pretty sure it was all true. Yeah. Right? All the <laughs> lizard people at the bar. He was attacked by bats out in the desert. Yeah. 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 That, 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 that part seems pretty believable. Yeah. You ever yeah. been attacked by bats in the desert? Every other day. I mean, yeah. Every, <laughs> every other day. <laughs> You're like out on in even days, out though. In, out in on Cologne, even days, every no other bats. Day. <laughs> it's a rough commute. Rough. Rough. <laughs> rough is the word I would use, yes. I mean, Sandy, like you, you pretty much just are casual Aquaman, like Aquaman in casual. Can we stop with the Aquaman stuff? <laughs> I get it. I'm Aquaman. Relax. I'm surprised you didn't bring it up because you you talked like forever about doing an Aquaman costume. Yeah, but I didn't have time to get swole enough for it, Matt. Yeah, but you could still like you could go as Aqualad. We talked about that too. You could have been Aqualad. This Aqua is true. Lad. Yeah, I don't know, but Aqualad isn't a real thing right now. <laughs> but you can uh, make if, it. You can be the first. You could be the first Aqualad. If they put the call out for an audition, I'd definitely audition just for the hell of it. Be like, "Yo, look at me," and then they'd cast me right away. Yeah, <laughs> this spitting image. Is it spitting image or splitting image? Spitting. It's spitting. Spitting. Okay, cool. Just wanted to make sure. This isn't the first time I've said the wrong phrase on the podcast before. Splitting image. Splitting? Well, because like... Because you can have like... Because when you say spitting image, it's, oh, that that person is the spitting image of this person. They look exactly alike. Mm -hmm. So like Mm -hmm. splitting, like you have two and I don't know. I don't know. I think we're really splitting hairs here. Yeah, I think you're right. Spitting hairs or splitting hairs? Spitting hairs. Sorry, I meant spitting hairs. Anyway, so Halloween's been pretty spooky, right? I don't. I don't know. I, I was also yeah. going to stream some spooky games, but I might not get around to it. I was going to play Okay Normal, actually, because that, oh, yeah? that went on sale for like three bucks. So I picked it up Shit, and yeah. still haven't played it if yet. If you play that, you have to tell me about it. Okay, I will. Um, if I do, it'll it'll be soon. Um, okay. It'll probably be like a night of. I'll just decide. Ah, let's stream some spooky games, mm. and it'll be this one. Because I don't know what other spooky games I, I have right now that I haven't played already. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't played a scary game in ages. No? I don't really want to. Yeah, what, was the last, feel like it. what was the last scary game you played? Probably Soma, and it wasn't even that scary. Yeah, it was more... I mean, it was scary at points, but like it definitely wasn't the main idea. Yeah, well, it, yeah. Was, it was like, for me, like, and I think a lot of people, like the horror came from the story and it just being a good science fiction story 
and and like good yeah. good science fiction just kind of gives you that feeling of like hair standing up on the back of your neck i, I find yeah. so it, it definitely did that for me but yeah like the moment to moment like okay a, a scary monster has shown up now now you got to crouch for a while and and yeah. avoid it yeah that part was more annoying than anything i think and sometimes you crouch bad and then you die and that's the worst i hate crouching bad yeah <laughs> crouch crouch bad i just did a bad crouch and then the the monster got me crouch foul bad yeah. now i gotta play that five minutes again love it yeah <laughs> I, I will i will say like the the way that um something something i loved about soma and and i think has been in in actually every single game that frictional has has made so far this this might be a minor spoiler, I guess. If you if you haven't played Soma, I know the game's been out for like three years now or something. Yeah, something so like that. spoil it. Yeah, okay. It's on sale on the Steam Halloween sale. Right I'll, now. I'll, I'll give the spoiler warning anyway, but uh, yeah, I mean, the game's been out for a while. You 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 should have played it by now. Um, but skip like five minutes ahead if you don't want to hear this. Uh, I I love how the game is is you're slowly descending deeper into the ocean. Uh, and you're you're working towards like the last like hour or so of the game takes place like at in the abyssal zone at the very bottom of the ocean where it's just pitch black um mm-hmm. and it's it's cool how that how that mirrored amnesia amnesia the dark descent obviously you're going deeper and deeper into this castle penumbra did a mm-hmm. similar thing you were you started descending into this mine this this mine system and then it started going deeper and deeper I, I like how that's like a common theme in Frictional's games because I've always liked the... So you're the, accusing fi- Frictional games of uh, being uncreative and redundant? <laughs> like, it, I, that, That's what I'm getting. <laughs> so, you know, like, I like it. I like it, though. Like, I... I, I and I'm, I'm biased because I just... I have always liked the idea of, like, the downward spiral or, like, the descent into darkness slash madness mm-hmm. as a storytelling device. Uh, I've always yeah, no, really they liked both, that. Both Amnesia and Soma execute it really well. Yeah, uh, and and like so the yeah. tone, um, the atmosphere uh, that's a, when, when you're at the bottom of the ocean in Soma is perfect. I mm-hmm. I love the tone that the game has when you when you finally reach that point, and like the elevator ride you take to get down is mm-hmm. is great. Um, it like it like it's it's great. Like the elevator ride is like a very somber moment in the game. Um, and like has one of what I think is one of the best dialogue uh, exchanges in the game and is, is really great. And and then after that, it, it like it perfectly then opens up into the darkest and and just like creepiest part of the game, at, at least like mm-hmm. thematic, like in, in terms of like setting, I guess, like where you yeah. are. Uh, yeah, that's the dialogue. uh I guess more spoiler. That's the dialogue uh, specifically right after the switch, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, okay. it's it's when Catherine's talking about it's yeah. Catherine and, and Simon are, are talking about. Uh, I actually I can't remember if I, I wonder if um there's 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 a point in the dialogue where Simon talks about um he kind of reflects on how much of his identity as a person is tied to mm-hmm. Toronto, the place that he grew up. Um, right, yeah. not because he misses it necessarily or because he misses mm-hmm. his family and friends, but because in Toronto, he knows where he fits in. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if this was this, the same exchange, if this was the same 
moments of dialogue. I think I, I remembered this dialogue because it was pretty much the moment I started hating the main character. Um, <laughs> like the main character is a fucking idiot in that yeah, game, and he's... it's super. At that from that point on, it's frustrating to play as him because you don't want. Well, I didn't want to be him anymore. He's like, he's, he's not the brightest bulb for sure. Yeah, and that continues like, up until this, like the last the very last of moment the game. of the game. Yeah, I like screamed yeah. at the last moment of the game, going, "Of course this was going to happen, you idiot!" Yeah, and and <laughs> like, like, why are you surprised by this? And like the best you can do is the audiences say well oh i don't know he's been under a lot of stress like this has been all very traumatic so no but yeah i've been under stress i was trying to crouch right that whole time i can figure it out okay and he's he's worrying about crouching stress as me yeah Yeah. and he was just like i mean fuck that man maybe 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 (laughs) simon was even more worried about crouching bad i don't know maybe But I mean, he Good doesn't game, exist, though. so fuck. That. All right, I think our, our our five minute spoiler is spoiler section is up. So, uh, hey, if you still haven't so played, you're back. If, if you still haven't played Soma and, and you like science fiction uh, in in the same vein as as stuff like Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep and just any any science fiction that deals with with consciousness, uh, fucking go play it because it's it's great how well that that game tells its tells this story that's been treaded by a lot of science fiction writing but it it incorporates its own mechanics and and mm-hmm. tells it through through the gameplay in in a really great way there's like and it has this like, and and one really key thing is that they really improved upon one aspect of the game that amnesia was super lacking in and that was the main menu <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I, I think the amnesia menu is is better so, so I mean, like, you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> Logan we didn't have to go back to this you didn't you didn't have to do this <laughs> we could have just I can't wait I can't wait for frictional to release another game and we're gonna just do a like uh, a, a, a cat like an entire episode where we just sit on the menu and talk about how much it's better how much better it is than amnesia the dark descents menu right it's gonna be great we're gonna have a special yeah, yeah. We'll, like, we'll we'll do amnesia a cast yeah we'll do right. a deep dive we'll we'll make a, yeah. a whole yeah like spoiler cast we'll figure about out what the font menu. they're using yeah it'll be great <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah go go play soma that's a good spooky game for halloween mm-hmm. yeah there's our spooky quota good job guys spooky quota yep okay on now, to american thanksgiving yeah no oh, shit you mean fake <laughs> fake thanksgiving wanna, the one that's not wanna, real because it's about. not october what? I want to talk what, about Sandy? spooky stuff. Okay. Oh, okay. I watched season two of Castlevania on Netflix. Oh, cool. Oh, what's season one like? Season one's pretty good. It's four episodes, okay. and they're very short. They're like 25 minutes each. And it's just introducing you to the world, in a sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, Trevor Belmont is the main character. And then mm. he meets Saifa, and they ended, they ended season one after meeting Alucard. Right. And then season two picks up. Like, they gotta go kill the right. motherfucking Dracula. And then Alucard's just like, it was me. It's my name backwards. Yeah. Well, and then the season ends. <laughs> yeah. It they was me, Austin. It was reveal. me all along. <laughs> Even my immediate family bought it. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I liked it. It's, I think it follows the story of Castlevania 2. I haven't played any Castlevania games. But I'm very I mean, the early in ones were like NES games that yeah. didn't have great stories, honestly. So, but I think Castlevania Two is the one that they modeled it after, where I, you can switch characters in it. I think, and uh, Castlevania Three uh, was one you could 
Yeah, yeah. Castlevania two is Simon's Quest, the one that's really bad. Oh yeah, I'm thinking about three. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Two is Simon's <laughs> Quest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Three, I'm kind of, three I'm kind of tempted can... to play two, to be honest. Yeah. So am I, honestly. Yeah, kind three, of. Three is the one where you play as Trevor, and you can switch between sci-fi and Alucard. I think so. Yeah, and yeah. Those yeah. are the three characters that go to fucking destroy Dracula. Um, yeah, it's the one that the blood-stained thing was based off of. Right, uh, right. Which, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I like it. I, it's very, it's very gory. Um, Gross. Oh uh, yeah. Is there a lot of whipping got, happening? Is there a lot of whipping action? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Lots of whipping. Right on, bud. Right on. You know, how many? Whipping. How many full chicken dinners do they eat? Uh, I don't think they have any chicken dinners. They don't have any. Speaking like, of chicken dinners. Oh. Oh fuck. Uh-oh. Battle royales. You want to oh. learn how to play those? Oh the my god, are we, are we, segue. <laughs> are we We're doing, halfway into it? Are we doing it now? I don't, I don't think we are halfway. I think that's okay. But but I mean, if you want to if you want to crack that open now, we can do I it. That's as good a segue as we'll think, get. Yeah, yeah it's true. you're right. It's true. We're not going to get a better. I one. did want to do it later, but with a segue that good, I don't think we can refuse the call. The yeah. call. Of, the call to arms. <laughs> okay. So, uh, do you, you want to introduce streamer, this, huh? or uh, should I? Uh, should we just open up the link so that we're all on yeah, the let's, same page? Let's, 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 I'm looking let's at it right it now. Out. Okay, I'm, I'm going to do that as, as well. All right, so <laughs> this is something that Sandy sent us in our group chat three weeks ago at this point. It's been... It's been I think it's, it's been more like a month, yeah. Month it's been, it's been month. simmering there for... Holy shit, I just noticed the original price on this, too. Holy shit. Yeah, well, that's obviously never going to be sold at that price, yeah, right? Yeah, good lord. Uh, like, like, that's... It's always For $205, that is, that is a That is a hefty home. discount. Okay, so... And this is just fundamentals. <laughs> so, so, Sandy sent, this, sent us this link to a page on uh, Udemy. I've never been to this yeah. website before, but it's it's basically a what's what's the uh, the other? There's a lot of websites like this. There, there's Coursera, one edX, some those those kinds of things. Skillshare, I think. Skill, is Skillshare is, is the other yeah. one I was thinking of. So websites okay. where you sign up and for a certain fee, you have access to all these courses, uh, all these videos uh, that. Uh, for the most part, they're all very professionally done. It's 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 a place to learn how to you know, you can learn at video editing at, at these websites. You can learn all sorts of different skills. Anyway, uh, so Sandy sends us this link to one of these courses, uh, one of said courses, uh, and all all he said was for the podcast was was was, was all he wrote <laughs> for context, uh, and the name of this series uh i can't tell if this or it's a course i guess they call it a course yeah fortnite fundamentals strategies mechanics and game analysis improve your weapon optimization game mechanics and micro slash macro knowledge from partner twitch streamer diego contra uh who i've never heard of but i assume well he's a partner streamer so i assume he's at least fairly popular on on Twitch, uh, in bold, he is in the top one percent of players in terms of wins and kills. Okay, uh, he's even achieved as many as twenty plus kills in many of his games. <laughs> wait, 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 Logan! I think you're neglecting to mention something. Am I? The thing you just said is written in first person. 
So yes, it is. the <laughs> sentence is the sentence is this puts me in the top one percent of players in terms of wins and kills, which sounds way worse than another person describing. It does you as a Fortnite player. So mm-hmm. it's his it's his, I guess, autobiographical uh, blurb on this mm-hmm. course website, and I think it's very good. It's these way are more. It's way more obnoxious. He, he's got he's got to list his credentials out though, so people know know that they're getting advice from an expert. They need to know yeah. that he's qualified to teach them about Fortnite fundamentals. Yeah, they're they're I was really, mechanics I was and really game analysis. On, I was on the fence about him until I read the sentence: "You won't be looting and camping for thirty minutes just to get taken out by an enemy enemy that you never saw. Just pure action and high octane gameplay." <laughs> Wow, and I'm, and only the pure action and high high octane gameplay is bolded, which is good because that's the only part I I read initially. And where, I had to get where, the where is this? Where is uh, right oh, it's yeah, just see more. Oh, old, I see it now. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Okay. There's a whole oh lot man, here. there's there's a lot. I don't think we can read through all yes. of this, but we can skim it, I guess. Um, <laughs> I mean, he had, okay, his mastery, oh, I'm sorry, I'll read it in his first person. My mastery of the game combined with my degree in education makes me the perfect instructor to, <laughs> instructor to teach you everything you need to know about Fortnite. And edu- that's kind of cool education, that education is, is capitalized, that's, that's like, like, like a, a degree as an educator, is that what he means? Yeah, I guess, hashtag yeah. get the teachers paid so they don't do shit like this. He has a, uh, <laughs> he has a biography underneath all of this, uh... My name is Diego. I am a partner That's Twitch streamer, one, yeah. creating content under the name Diego Contra. Uh, he sung with the opera of uh, with Opera Memphis. That's kind of interesting. He's a singer. Where is this? This is like oh, right at the below, bottom. yeah, like right above student feedback. We'll have to. Oh. We'll definitely have to look at student feedback later. Yeah, we need to. We need to know if we, what we're because listen, if we, if we're if we're gonna spend. 15 whole canadians clams to to watch this guy talk fortnite at us we need to we need to know an hour and a half we need to know that we're we're getting the real deal here all right i need i need i need i need to be guaranteed real fortnite fundamentals strategies mechanics and Mm -hmm. game analysis all right uh so do you want to pre- <laughs> so do we preview the course now <laughs> oh right yes we're gonna watch real real quick I'll, I'll also point out this course used to be 205 canadian dollars is now and down right to now. you can now purchase it for 15 <laughs> for one and a half hours of content yeah <laughs> one and a half you're paying 205 dollars for about a movie's worth of Fortnite gameplay footage yep Okay, so do we two days this two now? days left at this price? This is going to go back up in price. This isn't a permanent discount. No, it's only ninety three percent off for a little for a little while longer. So yeah, and then it's going to go to ninety two percent off, and then back to ninety three percent off. <laughs> <laughs> so if, so if you want to get in on this, do it do it now, I guess. Um, all right, should should we sync this up so we're previewing it at the same time? Sure. Yeah. All right. Should, should let's let's do a countdown on. On zero, I'm gonna count from three. Okay. And on zero, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna like make sure that my playback header is at the very beginning first. So, are we previewing uh, the first video and the sample videos? I guess yes. so. Is there is there a preview for each one or just the the first one? Oh no, okay, they're all free sample videos. Uh, I kind of want to go to Fortnite 101. Is there a course called Fortnite? Oh, or it's oh, okay. That's it's in yeah, the sample yeah. videos. There yeah, are six of these. 
I think we should do all of them because they're all only like 40 seconds long. This is true. I, 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 mean, wa- I want to get the full like, breadth of this man's knowledge is, is what I'm saying. Like for the podcast, how are they? They're not going to be able to hear the video. I'll, I'll put it in. Um, I'll put it in post. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll do that. Okay, sure. I, I, I hope maybe for next time, if we do something like this again, I'll, I'll be able to feed it through the mixer or something. Right. Um, right but for now, I'll just add it in afterwards. So if you're listening, uh, it doesn't matter if you're listening to the audio or the, or the video, you'll be able to, to, to hear this. And, and because these are free public sample videos, I think I'm allowed to put these in the video version of the podcast. All right. uh, so if you're watching on YouTube, you'll, you'll get, uh, this sneak preview, uh, from the one and only, what's his name again? Diego Contra. Diego, Diego Contra. Uh, here you go. Uh, sh- should we do it now? Is there, is everybody yes. on the first yeah, video? I'm ready. Ready to go. Yes. Fortnite fundamental strategies, mechanics, and game analysis. Uh, on zero, three, two, one, zero. What's up, guys? I'm Diego Contra, partner Twitch streamer. Do you want to get better at Fortnite? I've this guy's a wonderful Fortnite voice. Launch and I'm ranked in the top 1% of players in both wins and kills, with several hundred victory royales <laughs> and as many as 20 kills per game. Whether you're a new player or simply trying to improve, I'm here. He has to a help very you. expressive My face. Is the only one-stop shop for everything you need to become a skilled player, from Jeez. basics such as aiming and building mechanics to advanced strategies to help you get a leg up on the competition. If you want to become a better player, up your confidence, and outplay opponents, check out my Fortnite course today. I, I, I feel like how nasal I, he is. I feel like he should be telling me to get blue pages for him. <laughs> are, are, oh man, he's a lot more energetic. Did, did in this you guys one. pause or are you guys still watching? I'm We're still paused. going. Oh shit, okay. Oh, Jesus. No, I can go back. Okay. I, I guess we could just watch them all the way through. Let, let's let's do that. Yeah. Okay. Start starting God, from, we're gonna from be so this good one. At Fortnite. Yeah, I'm excited. From <laughs> between like these six forty to a minute second, uh, fuck six videos, each one forty seconds to a minute long. I, I feel like I'm gonna learn everything I need to know to yeah. get twenty kills per match. I fuck. I don't know. Uh, Dude, I already get 20 kills from that match. I'm trying to up that. I'm trying to up that average. Yeah, yeah. I've never played Fortnite. <laughs> never played it. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> All right, Dude, it plays on. You can play it on literally everything you own. That's never, true. Never played it. Played on my Palm Pilot. It's gonna be yeah. the new. It's gonna be the new Doom. The new benchmark. Dude, I missed the Palm TI-84. Pilot. That shit was great. I never had a Palm Pilot. Never played it. <laughs> my dad had one. All right, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this again. Three. Two, one, zero. Introduction. Hello and welcome to Fortnite 101. My name is Diego Contra. I'm a partner Twitch streamer and I will be taking you through this one-stop shop for Me? everything you need to know about He really Fortnite. likes this one-stop shop thing. One-stop shop. release of the Save the World Early Access Beta. Once Battle Royale came Save out, the world. right on and have been playing it ever since. I'm ranked well in the top 1% of God, man, he just is saying the same shit he said before. <laughs> Bro, yes. stop reading the script. I can see him reading the script. I know, yeah, it's very obvious. You can find me streaming at Twitch at twitch.tv. Oh, shit, you're right. Diego Contra. Twitter and Instagram at the Diego Contra. And soon I will be uploading to the YouTube as well. Diego Contra, Diego Contra, by the way. In this course, you will learn in a logical progression from the basics of what Fortnite is, how to optimize settings, the intricate properties of items, weapons, and materials, to advanced building and editing, 
overall game <laughs> strategies, map rotations. Eight year olds are playing this game. It's not that hard. Competitive contender, so you can start raking in those sweet victory royales. Just follow the instructions and activities detailed in this course, and you'll be contending against top Fortnite players in no time. I'm all about that logical progression. <laughs> I thought he said an illogical progression, but he said in a logical progression. Sections ranging from the most basic information to advanced strategy, and then gameplay reviews to provide a real-world application analysis of the information covered throughout the course. In section two, we oh, diagrams, hello, Fortnite. What guys, I hate this. <laughs> what? Guys, I hate this so much. Do you understand the user interface? Every item in the game. In section four, God. we will go over the general game <laughs> items, such as item rarity, Llamas. building mechanics. Section five features details pertaining to the properties of the storm, micro strategies to aid you in engagements and build fights, as well as macro micro strategies, strategies. Such as rotations and positions. Macro section strategies. Six will detail the intricacies of team I need those such as micro dose strategies. Section seven will cover advanced player mentality and strategies for the highest levels of play. Section 8 will be a review of a more average and casual player. And Section 9 will be a critical review and analysis of more advanced players. If you are a more experienced or interested... He's just eating a shit ton while watching. <laughs> he's just I think he's reviewing himself when he said advanced players. Prior to that should already be known by someone with reasonable experience with the game. <laughs> Do yeah, you know, VOD, VOD reviews. Fortnite is a free-to-play battle royale multiplayer okay. online game. Playable you already said this. Xbox, Finally, I know what Fortnite PS4, is. Nintendo Switch, and even smartphones, with cross-platform play available on most. Oh, wow! Recently, Fortnite has become a gaming cultural transition. powerhouse, attracting gamers of all ages and walks of life. Fortnite's ubiquitous Wants. popularity has even attracted a wide range of celebrities, from artists like Drake. Lil Yachty and Travis Scott to athletes like Josh Hart and Juju Smith-Schuster. This popularity has culminated in Fortnite Who are these online people? content collectively setting record breaking streaming content platforms such as Twitch and YouTube. Whether you're a casual or competitive no. player, Fortnite has <laughs> Unlike other Battle Royale experiences, offers a fast pace so you can get in and out of the game without wasting precious minutes of gaming. Precious <laughs> minutes. I <laughs> fucking... I... <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I had to go Just gather my gaming minutes my down in the game mines, <laughs> Fuck, you know, and then I came up and I would have to I would die right at the beginning of my battle royale match. The worst. Including which is you versus My precious gaming minutes. All of my precious gaming minutes gone. Every, gone in an instant. Every, look, every precious gaming minute is bringing me closer to death. And there are also limited time game modes incorporated from time to time, ranging from two teams of 50 v 50, snipers only, explosives only, Explodes and even only. showdown <laughs> modes with prizes depending on your placement. Dude, these videos get so much longer. Oh shit, we're at almost three minutes now. Yeah. Oh god. On a game -game Strap in. By RNG or random number generation. This All right. While there are designated places that loot can spawn, 
whether or not a specific chest will show up What's in your game is decided by chance. Keep loom? in mind that weapons He's will always loom? spawn with a stack of compatible ammo next to it. If you see a weapon without ammo nearby, it means someone has been there. So watch Shit, guys, I just learned something about Fortnite. <laughs> 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 Fortnite. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit, guys, I just learned a thing about shit, this Fortnite. This course taught me something. Oh, shit. By holding your use button briefly, every chest will drop one weapon and either an auxiliary item miscellaneous or healing item as described in the previous section be careful not to break the ground or object under a chest as that will cause it to despawn without dropping loot supply drops are big chests dropped out of the sky you will hear a directional sound cue when one spawns in your area and Who's you will see it slowly dropping from the sky over 200 dollars no one ever because i don't think it's ever cost that amount of money yeah i don't think it's ever going to cost that weapon with two stacks of ammo and a random assortment of shit i just learned another thing from fucking this video <laughs> good there'll be a quiz at the end of this podcast but enemy players as well Llamas are few in farms. <laughs> Llamas, and farms. there we go. Find. These purple buddies don't drop weapons, but they will drop a stack of every material, as well as an assortment of consumables, auxiliary items, and Should packs. I keep learning Llamas things? Llamas will drop their loot regardless of how they're destroyed. This is not what I... Hit them with I didn't even know there's Llamas in this fucking game. No, neither did I. There are vending machines that have a chance of spawning. I feel myself getting. I feel myself map. getting better at These flossing. Just watching this. <laughs> flossing 101. I'm one of the top flossers in North America. I've got over a hundred kills in flossing. <laughs> that puts me in the top one percent of flossers in America. Nine out of ten dentists recommend me. What did you just say to me, kid? I'll come floss your teeth in your house if you pay me two hundred and five dollars. <laughs> I didn't even think of Purple is you and talking about is it in terms of like dental flossing. Real flossing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> item will drop at any given instance. Every weapon in Fortnite comes in at least two types of rarity. The rarity of the weapon types affects properties such as damage per shot and reload time. This is the longest However, three minutes of my life. I'm, I'm done watching this, actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we're I'm almost at the end. We're, we're, but there's out. still we've, another we've, one. We've come this far. Goodbye. Okay, I'm not watching it. I need to see this through until the end. Okay, we'll, oh. we'll see this better suited, Okay. Bolt over giving up good position. Tell me when the next video starts. Players to pick up a gold bolt, as the difference is only about six damage per shot and a tenth of a second in reload time. <sighs> the next video has started. Excellent. Dropping okay. Storm tracking. <laughs> storm Let's tracking. Here we go. Oh shit! It's him. Shown on the map from the second you join the lobby. Uh, Once you jump off of the bus, you can realistically reach any location. I'm really regretting doing this. Yeah, this was yeah. a bad idea. This, this was this was this was a really good idea on paper. Sandy, I hate you. You're the reason this is happening. It's just it's just torturous. Over your desired location, waiting for your character. Gradually drop down. For most people, this means deploying your parachute. I thought it would be more exciting. He's explaining the, that your the game. He's making, he's making a, a supposedly fun video game a dry below. topic. This yeah. Parachute yeah. will automatically deploy farther up if you are right above a mountain, as opposed to an area of. How do you elevation. do this? Where players go will vary heavily. You took from cheesecake. Most people and go to the place pissed all over it. The direct you, you turn of the cheesecake into salty and crackers. Piss cake. Piss cake. Right into piss cake. Meld your solid piss walker. If I, pay, if I paid $205 for this course, I'd be pissed right now. 
how many people Because this, this man promised me pro Fortnite strategies, fundamentals, mechanics, and game analysis. I mean, the reason you're not a pro is because you can't focus long enough to listen to this incredibly boring presentation. This is this is true. This is true. Right. But he's he's explaining what I think most players will already know within the first couple hours of playing the game. Mm. So if you see open doors and weapons Well, he has a degree in education, which explains why he's as boring as all my teachers in high school. That's good. Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> good that we got that in there. That person's stream alert. I assume that's his stream alert. Yeah. yeah. Have a long time between the formation of the circle and the storm. Look at him building. So make sure you take your time. Oh, to there you go. I have seen people build materials. like this in Fortnite. Yeah, I think I think that's the way to do it. Yeah, dude, I build like this in Fortnite, man. I'm such a pro. Is that a micro strategy or a macro strategy? It's like a Marco strategy. You know what? I couldn't tell you. Keep in mind that the circle very rarely closes evenly on all sides. This means that the closest side to the next circle will have less distance to travel, and the circle will move slower. How much of this do we have side. left? Like if ten seconds? Storm, you will take health damage every Thirty seconds second until you either get out or die. The first circle goes very get fast out. as it travels a great distance in a short time, and you get out or die. Able to outrun it, so make sure you allow yourself. <laughs> that's a that's that's how I live my life, you know. Yeah. As the circle if you're slower, uncomfortable, I mean, he's, slower, he's just ex be able to outrun it. He's However, just explaining what the fucking mechanic of the game is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Be careful not to get caught in it, particularly at the later stages of a game. It's like, hey, you can play this game without a manual, but let me just be your manual. Oh man, but the thing God, about it's the over, thing about like you. paperback game manuals is that, like, f for me, and I think a lot of kids were like this, like. You, you went to, like, the video store, you, you went to, like, GameStop, EB Games, if you're like us and live in Canada. You got your new co copy of, like, fucking Pokemon Gale of Darkness, or, like, uh, fucking the new PlayStation game or some shit. Your yeah. parents drove you there to the store and you bought it, and they're driving you home, and you're like, oh, fuck, I can't play it, but I'm gonna read the instruction manual because I'm so excited to play this game. That's more exciting than, than what I just watched. <laughs> And also, like, they have, like, cool pictures. I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, what he's told me is everything the tooltips in the game tell you. Yeah. Like, things that Except you... Except for the two things I learned about the llamas and the, and the weapon spawning. Like, wh why am I mad about this? <laughs> why am I so... I mean, because we, we wasted so much time watching <laughs> yeah. it because of Sandy. You're not mad at this. You're mad at Sandy. You're mad at Sandy. Yeah. Right. So just, just yeah. be mad at your Sandy I, in the correct place. But I'm mad at him, too. Like... If I was, Andy, yes. Like if I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm a paying customer of of this of this of, of Udemy.com of this of this. What's the what's? I can't even talk now. I'm I'm so flustered by this. Yeah. Udemy, by the way, sounds like a contraceptive device. <laughs> it does. You're right. That's very very observant. This this trusted source of academic knowledge in a variety of different fields has promised me. Fortnite fundamentals, strategies, mechanics, and game analysis, and Ooh. I received like this is the game. Yeah, that's this, a game analysis. I guess. He yeah, the I guess. Game. I guess so. Yeah, this is like I assume if I purchase this course, I already have played Fortnite, and I'm like, oh, Fortnite is is a game I enjoy playing. I want to get better at it. I, I want to become a pro Fortnite player. Yeah, I already I already know about. 
Oh, Would man. Epic have to have signed off on this, you think? No. Because this is very poorly reflecting on their brand. No, <laughs> I don't I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> you made a bad course about our video game. Take it down right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I'd say that. Like to, to be fair, yo, there is a is there is a thirty day money back guarantee. So And this is a what yeah, I do have course, that. So yeah. So last <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know. You could just like like you could just like unregistered hypercam to these videos and save them for later and then just and then just get your money back (laughs) put them up in 2007 yeah exactly you get a by the way you get a certificate of completion uh, upon finishing this course so people know um, that you're a professional Fortnite player oh fuck yeah I'm gonna read some student feedback that's all education I I think that's the natural next step guys it doesn't it's not good uh, there's some really positive reviews for it everyone's really like nice and positive i'm gonna this start is, reading i'm gonna start fake. reading these one at a time this um, is all fake I'm, I'm starting with with uh one gerald horner uh gerald that i've got one that's very very real and definitely not a fake review okay, okay. gerald horner says yeah. it's good information for novice gameplay Two stars out of five. Yeah, didn't like it. He's the lowest review on here. But there's a much better one from David Adkins, who has a photo. He looks like a very nice, like, 30-something man. And he says, five stars. Nice course, period. This gaming course is really amazing, period. This course suggests the best strategies, mechanics, and game analysis. (laughs) Uh, mechanics and game are capitalized uh, much like the uh, title. The title. Um, this course is really helpful and informative, period. This course tutor presents this course in... Wait. This course tutor presents this course is really best way, period. He is experienced and engaging to us, period. <laughs> Highly recommended for everyone, three exclamation points. I just found it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's very good. He's also very the only—he's the only reviewer here with an avatar. Mm-hmm. For whatever I that's worth. I think the one—the one above it is pretty good too. Allison Dell. Oh yeah. Uh, great course for beginners of this beautiful favorite game. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Help you in your first steps of playing the game. Fuck yeah! I dude. learned a lot of experiences from this course. Thanks, man. Space period. <laughs> <laughs> This beautiful was, sport, was, the beautiful the, game of Fortnite. Oh, there's a truthful yeah. review at the very bottom. There's no warm-up tutorials for build. I always lost in 1v1 build, build fight. Please add warm-up tutorials. Pro builder will easily beat a good strategy player with average building skill. No period, just a bunch of commas. <laughs> so you know it's real. <laughs> um, is there a one-star? There are no... Oh, there's no one-star reviews, even though it yeah, says 5%. Course. Two stars? Oh, that's... That's Gerald. Yeah, it's good information for novice gameplay. That yeah, the rest are all foreign. F- the the pay. It's a great a- course. It's a great a- course. A- Aiden Yao says the pace was super fast, especially for a beginner play. Going through the weapons and items will require me to go back and read the the transcript. Dude, he spent the first like three episodes explaining the game, like what Fortnite is. Like here's here's the game, like. If you've played the game for half an hour, you you know what all these things are. I'm gonna talk I about really fast, these things. Man. The conclusion of all of this is that people are really dumb. 
and uh, I don't like them. All right. Well, I just feel sad now. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Sandy. Thanks a lot for that. Oh man. Uh, now Matt's sad. Great job. I, man, there's more. Oh fuck. There's more courses. The complete guide to League of Legends. They're all two hundred and five dollars, and then reduced to fifteen dollars. <laughs> oh my god, they are a complete guide to Twitch streaming. Ninja's guide to Twitch streaming. God, Ninja. Yeah, Ninja's got a course. Apparently, is it is it the real Ninja? How about Ninja's Japanese his... Alley three D game environment creation? That's very specific. Very specific. Wow. Only 54 people bought that. <laughs> Compared to the... 1,900 people bought Learn How to Freestyle Rap, Rap Like a Pro, and Write Lyrics. Are these all yeah, in yeah. related? Yes. How, okay. No, it's in Students Also Bought. <laughs> I want to see if, if that... <laughs> <laughs> you buy this course and then you oh, go, no. man, I really want to learn how to rap. <laughs> you okay, know, well, you've lost, you know. I guess we know our audience now. All right. Oh, there's there's also Tricks of Trump, his best manipulation techniques. Oh, that's good. What? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Uh, that was... I hated that. Fortnite Fundamentals. Strategy, strategies, mechanics, game analysis. Yeah, you could give our boy Diego Contra a shout, and no. he'll hook you up. All right, with just a description of what Fortnite is. Thank you, Diego. You actually taught me about some things. Yeah, I know there's a llama in the game now. Yeah, I didn't know about the llama. I also know that there are vending machines and that they there are different vending machines with different levels of rarity uh, that I assume give you different rare items. I also learned that the bus moves in a straight line across the map uh, at, at the beginning of the game. I learned that Fortnite is just a garbage game. <laughs> well, you don't have to play it now. Yeah, oh, whoops, I, I turned my camera off. I kind of just got a description of what it is, huh? Yeah, kind of. I learned that uh, I learned that guns actually spawn beside ammo that's compatible with them. That's good. That's good to know. And that if the ammo's gone, it means someone was there. Mm, so oh. be careful. I didn't know that, and I actually learned a thing. Yeah, shit. I hate it that I learned something about Fortnite. I haven't yeah. played that game in a while, but now when I play it again, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kick all. ass. I will know. All right. Well, on that note, um, any other? enthralling video game discussion that we can we can have this this let's let's talk about a game that that we really enjoyed logan let, let, let's... dragon quest 11 i agree <laughs> now i just picked up dragon quest 11 last night i've played it for about an hour and a half and i've made it to the first church and uh, i'm really enjoying it the game's really beautiful and uh you fight slimes there's a dog in it his name's borf borf or at least that's what i call him and uh i love it i love it so much right now it's really nice yeah i'd say that's that's it all right good podcast everybody all right all right thank you uh, good uh, catch you yeah, on the next one is that <laughs> real, real talk is that is that the game that uh uh oh god why have i forgotten his name tim rogers tim rod is that the game that tim rogers always talks about being a great game is i that, mean he made that, a big video about it yeah yeah okay and yeah, i'm glad so we were able to mention him again on this episode of the yeah. podcast because I, yeah. I was afraid we weren't going to be able to mention him we we met our spooky quota and we also met our tim rogers quota yep. uh for the yep. week mm-hmm. uh all right um so <laughs> 
I played a game last week uh, that Logan, you you played also. It's called Return yes. of the Oberdin. It's a great game. Would you would you care to discuss Return of the Oberdin with, yes, with our great audience? I'll, I'll discuss it if you're holding me hostage. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's 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 dive into Sandy's it. Sandy's upset. We <laughs> I, we literally talked about this like last week. Like I started, I, I did a two hour live stream of my first impressions of the game. Right. Uh, took a break halfway through the stream to then text Logan and say, "Holy shit, this game is fantastic." Mm. Uh, but didn't want to say any more than that because yeah, what I wanted to talk about it on the podcast so. Right, so here we are. Here, here we are. Here, here we be. This, this is us talking about. Uh, so, Return of the Oberdin is the latest game uh, by Lucas Pope, who you might know as the as the sole creator of Papers Please, another great uh, indie game that I recommend checking out. The the great, <laughs> the great. Uh, what, what's going on? Did you get muted, Logan? Nope. Okay, but you I was just, just being really quiet. You just laughed really. <laughs> it looked like you laughed really loud in the webcam, and then like yep. no sound. No, I just came. did a quiet laugh. Did one of those quiet laughs. It was super weird. So just like so. So Lucas Pope, creator of Papers Please, the the Soviet uh, border officer simulator. Lots of paperwork involved. Mm-hmm. Great game. Um, Great game. Uh, yeah, despite how boring that the setting and and premise sounds, um, yep. highly recommend playing that. Uh, so he created this, this new game. game. You're now an insurance. Uh, now, now you're filling out insurance paperwork, which is uh, very for, good for uh, for a ghost ship that has has returned. So, so the basic premise of the game is, yeah, you work for the East India Company, which I actually learned was a real trade company apparently mm-hmm. that existed for a while. I didn't, I didn't know that actually. Um, but you, uh, one of the company's ships has gone missing at sea. The Oberdin has been missing at sea for, I assume, like, I, does the game specify how long it was lost at sea for? Uh, a few years. I, I assumed it was a few years, uh, and it yeah. drifts back uh, off off the coast of, of England. Uh, I think that specifically, like the off the coast of Falmouth or something, is, is mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. town. Uh, and so you are tasked with with going out to the to this this now empty ghost ship that has drifted back, and uh, for the purpose of filling out insurance paperwork you're like assessing the damages and and trying to figure out what happened to the ship and everybody on board uh and just as you are boarding the ship uh the um there's there's like a an old growly uh sailor type who's who's kind of rowed you to this boat he's like oh Uh, real salty dog i'm a salty dog and he's got this he's got this chest on on the boat um that he you you then go down to open it and within it is a book which looks suspiciously suspiciously like a linking book from Mist as well. That got me excited when I first opened up that, <laughs> that chest. Um, you you get a book that is mostly full of blank pages, uh, and then you get a pocket watch. Uh, what's the what's it called again? It's like Death Time Watch. We'll, we'll call it the Death Time Watch. It's got a the fancy Death name. Time Watch. Um, yes. And the book essentially instructs you uh, to figure out the fate of every single passenger on board the ship um Mm -hmm. and as you do that more and more of this mostly blank book will fill itself out uh with each spread each uh pair of pages describing the fate of everybody of of each individual person on board uh Mm -hmm. so um and and as you 
So, so you're given this book and it's very overwhelming at first. I, I open up to the first page and there's a brief blurb from, from yeah. the mysterious person who has, who you, you don't know who they are yet, but you later figure it you out. You have a name and it's Henry Evans. Henry That's Evans it. has given you this mm-hmm. book and this, this pocket watch, uh, and has instructed you to fill it out, um, and, mm-hmm. and discover what happened. Um, and then you're just basically a whole bunch of, of stuff is dumped on you. You're given a, yeah. a plan of the ship and, and all its decks. You're given a map, like a charter of, of the, the ship's course that it took through the mm-hmm. ocean. You're a given a bunch of sketches, given of a whole bunch of sketches bunch of, of, of what all the people looked like, like a bunch of artist mm-hmm. renditions of life at sea. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and maybe most importantly, you're given a manifest of all 60 people on board the ship. Yes. Um, with the, their names, you have, you have a table with, um, each person's name, their role on the ship, mm-hmm. and then a column for their fate that is blank. Um, yes. And so you get on the ship and the one of the first things you see right outside the captain's quarters is a corpse just on the ground. Uh, just, just, I mean, it's more um, of a skeleton. Pil- yeah, it's more of a skeleton that po- at that point. Yeah, it's been, it's been picked clean. It's a spooky skeleton. We're back to spooky it's a, it's, a, it's a spooky skeleton. It's been mostly picked clean. Um, mm. And as you approach it, your character uh, pulls out their uh, death, uh, death watch time thing. Uh, and if you click on the corpse, you then enter this like weird... Um, you you are essentially taken back to the moment that this person uh died mm-hmm. um and you're you're taken to like you basically get a replay of the last like 20 seconds or so of their life it kind of depends well you get a replay of the audio you, you, you get, get a replay of the yeah. audio yeah, yeah not not no. the action itself but yeah the screen like cuts to black and then you see the dialogue appear, like the text appearing on screen, and you can hear everything that's happening in, in the scene, like the sounds, the the conversation mm. the characters are having. Um, mm. And then it uncuts from black, and suddenly you are there in the moment that this... Um, like the exact moment the person the, died. The exact frame that yeah. the person died. And you are mm. able to move through this, like like you're like this little like frozen in time scene of their death mm-hmm. um, and observe everything that was happening the moment they died. Uh, so yeah, in this so case, then you have to do this for all 60 people on the boat, all 60 people. Uh, and, yeah. and of course, well, and like, mean, give yeah. or take a few. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there are some, like there are some people who just went missing. Uh, there are people yeah. who like fell overboard and their deaths aren't, they they aren't their own scene. Like, you have to guess it there. Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Th- there are some people who like mysteriously vanish, and so even though they don't have their own like uh, murder scene to to walk mm-hmm. around in, you you can kind of piece together what happened to them based on yeah. like partial information that you get from like a couple of scenes or like if if you see something happening like away from the scene that implies mm-hmm. how they died, you can kind of take an educated guess and figure it out that way. Um, yeah. And that's what you do for most of the game is you is you go to these different corpses and you um, you walk around these these different scenes um, and and observe and the game gives you a ton of partial information and mm-hmm. requires like it's very rare that the game gives you like a concrete piece of evidence like yeah this like, is this person's yeah. name is this it's pretty yeah. much just the first three kills um, yeah the but, first um, the first couple are easy like one of the first corpses you find is the captain's. Um, and yeah, it's, it's and very it's easy. Very obvious. He's yeah, the, he's like the he's captain, yeah. he's the. There's only one captain on the ship, and this was who he was. And it's yeah. very obvious that this is how he died. Um, yeah. So there are a couple like that that are very easy to figure out. And like just yeah. to kind of like show you the ropes, just as a, as a yeah. way to like get you into like learning what you're doing in this game. Um, and then some become very. There are some fates that are very difficult to decipher. 
Um, yeah, actually, I'd like it's it's interesting. So, like, I'd say the most interesting parts about this game aren't actually like the the base mechanics of the game. Like, it's similar to Papers, Please, in that if you describe the mechanics of this game, it sounds kind of boring, right? Unless you have a special like mind thing where you're like, oh yeah, doing mysteries by looking at pictures. Um, yeah, like a lot of the game doesn't sell itself well in description, but what really sells it, at least to me, when I was playing it was the like storytelling aspect of it i wasn't expecting to be so engrossed with the story of what happened on the ship and through all of these deaths you get this kind of story in reverse where you get you start at the end and then you work your way back to the beginning and then back to the middle like there's portions of the story that are left out as you progress mm -hmm. through the game and then you like the most important parts are what happened like at the climax but you don't get the climax of the story until like the very end of the of the like yeah of finding out everyone's fates so you have a pretty good idea going into the like the climax what it's going to be but then kind of seeing it all unfold is like a really satisfying resolution yeah definitely Um, it's really satisfying like gradually getting all the pieces of it it's it's a story Mm -hmm. that is told completely out of order in these like mm-hmm. very tiny snapshots essentially yeah, and, in, and it has like this incredible sense of surprise too they do he does such a good job of having no moving parts and yet still yeah. creating these like in amazing moments of absolute awe like there are so many corpses that when you touch them and then you get brought to like their last moment you're just suddenly like what the fuck is going on yeah 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 (laughs) and then it slowly all starts building together and it's amazing like it's just it's an absolutely stunning use of like non-conventional storytelling right where he's he's telling like this very complex story with 60 different characters yeah like Uh, a lot of moving pieces in this story yeah a lot of characters to keep track of a lot of Mm. things that happened on this boat over the course Mm. of its journey Um, yeah and it's fun fun trying to figure out the allegiances that people had to each other on the boats uh there's like uh, this is a really minor spoiler but at one point there's like a mutiny on the ship and you have to kind of figure out who's mutinying and who is like allied with the captain (laughs) and it like is is really difficult to figure out like which people were killed by who because you need to figure out which sides they're on uh and that's like the least that is the least interesting like moment in the game (laughs) it says yeah yeah but it's still really interesting there Um, there are there are a couple but, uh, moments and there's one that actually happens very early on yes, um yeah, yeah. like within the first like 20 minutes or so where you enter yeah. one of these these i'm just gonna call them like death snapshots yeah um yeah. where something happens and like suddenly i'm like oh fuck me didn't expect this to be happening on the boat like didn't expect the story mm-hmm. to take this direction um yeah and, it and starts that, out super strong it, it, yeah, it yeah. has it hangs around just in that like uh kind of mystery moment for just long enough before kind of springing what is essentially like the pre-climax of the real linear story of the game like right on you and then it somehow manages to like top that past that which is super cool um there's also like a bunch of weird like little jokes in there there's this is a minor spoiler that doesn't spoil anything but you can there's like a there's a barrel that's in the bottom of the ship that you can go and see the memory of and it's a stowaway who got dropped while they were putting the barrels onto the ship and he like died inside the barrel and they never found (laughs) him there's a couple of funny there's a couple of funny deaths like that as well Mm -hmm. um there's one particular death that that happens like basically at the very start of that climax moment in the story that you're talking about yeah yeah. um the the i don't want to give it away but the death that happens at the very bow of the ship 
Oh yeah, uh, to yeah. that one guy. Yeah, it's kind of sad, honestly. It was, little, <laughs> it was like darkly comedic. I thought. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. but uh, anyway, All death is yeah, funny to a there, certain degree. Yeah. Um, there's there's also a lot of great moments, like the way because the the game is told in these these snapshots, these little like moments in time you you oftentimes will not get all in fact most of the time you will not get all the context for a particular scene until hmm. you then see the scenes around it like the yeah, deaths that happened yeah, yeah. before and after that scene because mm-hmm. um, some of these deaths like a lot of these deaths happen in like quick succession to one another um, yeah. uh, like and like they would have taken place over the course of like a couple hours of in-game time mm-hmm. um, but of course yeah you're seeing like only like these eight uh, these eight moments um, yeah. And there's a couple of scenes uh, in particular. I won't give away what they are, but there are some great moments in the game where you walk around a scene and you think, oh, I, I know what happened. Like, I can see that mm-hmm. this person mm-hmm. died in this way and it was because of this. And like, oh, of course, this is how it happened. And then you yeah. go to like the next scene or a scene after that and there'll be like a little detail that's like easy to miss and you you notice mm-hmm. it and it completely changes the context. Uh, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. And suddenly like who you thought like it, it changes the scene and, and suddenly like you have to reevaluate what happened and, and make changes. Mm. And it's, it's really cool. And there's, and even just, yeah, like the, the, the very, sometimes very small, easy to miss details. The game gives you that you have to then use to figure out who certain people were or, or to differentiate certain people mm-hmm. uh, is, is just really cool as well. Yeah, and I think like the the one thing that really sold sold the game for me once I like got into the storytelling of it and everything. But um I said this on Twitter as well that uh there's this way that they confirm that your guesses for people are correct and it's oh, that right. it yeah, checks yeah, yeah. that you've gotten three complete guesses correct and then it will like confirm those three guesses. Right. So you're pretty much shooting in the dark with what you're you're pretty certain is right until you have actually solved three of them. And they do this for all 60 members. And it's like this genius way of making it so that random guessing isn't totally punished. Like you can you can kind of like work your guesses around it, especially near the end game to like game the system to try and get the last few people. But it makes yeah. guessing very unoptimal and difficult to do. Uh, and it makes that moment when you do get all three right, it has this like yeah, little yeah. animation that plays where it goes along with the music and it like stamps yeah. the, the guesses that you had that were kind of like attached it, on it pieces of paper them. to the book. Yeah, and then it typesets them into the book. It's great. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, each each spread that's dedicated to one of these characters, it'll show a a blurry picture of them initially um, of, of who they are in like the artist rendition. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hated that, by the way. Just like one one thing is that they show a blurry picture when they think you don't have enough information to un- to guess the person's name, yeah. right? But it will clear the picture when they think you do have enough information to guess the person's name. <laughs> I hated it because it made me feel like a fucking idiot. It like <laughs> yeah, unblurred yeah, yeah. so many pictures that I was like, how the fuck am I supposed to guess this guy's Th- there, name? There was one, there was, <laughs> and, and like the characters will have like a, like basically one to three star rating. Um, yeah. Three being this this person, it's very difficult to figure out who they are, who they were, and what mm-hmm. happened to them. One star being, it should be easy; you should get it pretty quickly. There were like yeah. a couple of one stars that took me like until close did to you, the end of the did game. You to get, get. Did you get Took Guy very early? No, and, fucking Took Guy took me forever, and, and he was a one star. Yeah, and I was right. Like, yeah, fuck. No, now, given I, I realized that was kind of 
my fault because I realized yeah, like there's yeah, a line like, of dialogue. They give you his name, but I <laughs> yeah, but I yeah, completely yeah. forgot about that. Like I I missed it somehow, or like it, it like. And I thought they were referencing someone else. It was because like I thought. I thought he was part of the mutiny at that point, and so I thought there was no way that he would be... I was completely confused about the entire mutiny scene. So in that scene where they say his name, I thought that he was the guy who caused the guy who was, like, dying to die. And so I thought, like, there's no way they'd be calling him over to help him out. And then I ended up, like, having to go back and find a bunch of shit. Yeah. And then but fucking Took guy. And then I found Took guy. And then that, the, he, he like, is so instrumental in so many other deaths that it he's just, like, everywhere. Just knock-on effect. Two guys. Yeah. yeah. He's... He's yeah. fucking everywhere, Took guy. Took guy is everywhere, yeah. Um, yeah anyway. Took guy, um, yeah, so you're, you're, you have to fill in the name and the fate. Um, and it, it locks mm. those. And you're right, I, I love that system. I, I initially thought yeah. that you would go through the whole game without getting any confirmation. Um, oh, God, that would be impossible. Yeah. <laughs> um, so which I initially thought that would be interesting because then, like, you would find out at the end, like, you, you would basically... Oh, which ones you got right. Yeah, and, like, the story would... Yeah, it'd be kind of like Papers, Please, where you have, like, multiple endings. Um, yeah. But, yeah, once I realized that that was what the game was doing, like, you would guess three and then it would lock those in and confirm them. I was like, oh, yeah, this, a, is, this is a really good system. This is a way, good way of doing Have you seen the secret achievement? No. Uh, there's two, it's, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. One's called... One's called Captain oh, no, Did sh- It. Sh- should, should we? Should Don't we, worry. It we, doesn't. It does not spoil anything. Doesn't okay, spoil it's a, anything. It's a, no, it, there's no plot points to this. Both of the secret endings are, are. Both of the secret achievements don't have anything to do with the actual game. Okay. So Captain Did It is make it is finish the entire game and just blame every death on the captain. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> what's the second one is that also uh, the second one's just leaving the boat early no one does it uh, though so it's like one of the lowest <laughs> achievements is like leave the boat early <laughs> that's funny okay yeah. fair yeah. yeah um i'm surprised we still like i thought this would be the first I, I i totally forgot to mention this and i'm surprised that you didn't bring it up um the mm-hmm. game also has a gorgeous uh one bit rendering style oh yeah, uh, so yeah. where basically it's it's a 3d game um, and you move it around as a 3D space, but it it looks it looks like how you might imagine a full 3D game on a like old Apple II computer to look. Mm-hmm. Um, if if such a computer could support a, a fully 3D game, uh, where every pixel in the game is either black or white, that's it. Um, or like as like two, it's two tone. Um, yeah, and yeah. yeah, just it's 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 really you can't really describe how it looks, but if you look at screenshots, you you immediately understand. Um, the yeah. game looks absolutely gorgeous as well, and like super unique. I, I don't think I've ever seen a game that looks quite like it does. Yeah, then there's some um, amazing like animation effects that he does in it as well. Yeah, it it, it lends really itself stuff. it lends itself really well to the the type of game it is as well. Yeah, it's um, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's it, he did an incredible job with it. Definitely. Um, also, if like you're into sound design at all, holy shit, sound design is, is good really too. Good for sound design. And and you um, you briefly mentioned it how like in those those moments where the the game locks in your uh, answers, and also um, in a lot of the early tutorial sequences where the game is kind of explaining what different parts of the book are for mm-hmm. um yeah every every single like when text appears uh on the screen when like something is highlighted everything is synced up to the instruments um mm-hmm. to like a string or or something and i love it like papers please did the exact same thing i i, yeah, I love yeah. that lucas's games all do that where the music is is synced with the animations in, in a great charming way um anyway yeah now that the two of us have have gushed over the game for like a good 20 minutes uh highly recommend if you if you 
like murder mystery style games uh, or even just puzzle games in general, definitely, definitely mm-hmm. pick this up. Um, I'm pretty sure it's, it's the first game that's felt like an actual Sherlock Holmes game. That yeah, I and I think like uh, every a other lot of Sherlock made Holmes, that comparison. Yeah. yeah, yeah, every every fucking uh, detective game fucks it up. Like they always basically have you guess the thing at the end, or you're not allowed to guess unless you've gotten all the clues, or like the guess only appears once you have gotten all the clues. Like or the, the, or the answer is just given to you in some way. Yeah, exactly. Like this one, it, it truly is like the entire game is you trying to figure it out, and if you can't figure it out, the game doesn't give it to you ever. Yeah, like you you need to put in the work to figure out. Yeah. Yeah. how everything happened and i i love that the the um, entire yeah you are working through through the mystery and it's it's just a whole game of you're given like 90 99% of the game is just you getting a whole bunch of incomplete partial information and mm-hmm. you have to use logic like either either logical deduction or induction to to mm-hmm. narrow down your options and, and figure out the truth and it's great but yeah it creates all these like natural kind of little eureka moments that uh are different for every player like i've talked to a few other people that have played it and like my eureka moments were completely different than other people's you're the first person i've talked to that had a tough time with toque man everyone else got him like right away <laughs> yeah yeah, um, yeah and so i'm happy someone else had that fucking problem there was um, uh there's one character that has a lot of tattoos on him who's supposed to be easy and and somebody was watching the stream and had mentioned that even though he was easy it, it took him a while to to figure that one out too yeah yeah i definitely check this game out um if you have an interest in in a game like this uh i'd say you're doing Mm -hmm. it you're doing yourself a disservice by not trying it out and i i may end up doing a video about it it probably won't be it won't be a review um it'll be more like um hey if you're interested in this game let me give you like a spoiler free rundown of what it's about um and then you can decide Mm -hmm. if it's for you or not um, without like really spoiling anything, so yeah. probably probably will and, be that. And and when it released, it was the highest rated game of the year before Red Dead released, and now Red Dead's out. So <laughs> well, that's the highest rated game. Fucking Red Dead, just, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, sounds... I don't want to downplay. No, huh? I don't yeah. want to downplay it either. But I'm just kind of sick of hearing about it. <laughs> yeah. The game, uh, the Return of the Oberdin, sounds a lot like a noir set in colonial times. Almost. It kind of is. Kind of. Yeah. 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 You're right. Yeah. I think yeah, there hasn't been a good noir game either, which is mm-hmm. kind of disappointing. Are you into noir game games, called, Sandy? I'm just into noir in general. Mm. Uh, yeah, I would. You'd probably like this game. I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of checking it out. Um, yeah, it also will run on literally anything. Apparently, people have been saying that its rendering technique means that it can run on like computers that are like 15 years old. Oh, really? Which is like insane. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's actually yeah, incredible. Like I didn't even I didn't know about that. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. That's leave it. Leave it to I Lucas. Think it's because it's rendering Lucas, at a really low resolution. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Um, Lucas. Lucas seems like the type to to put a lot of work into the mm-hmm. a lot of care into the way that the game is is optimized. I don't know. Just yeah. I think he started with the rendering engine and then moved on from there. It, it like, kind of seemed first, that way. Yeah. There's yeah, there's a the lot first of post on his TIG source thing was just look at this cool scene I made of this game I want to make. Yeah. And it was just like it is it is literally the main menu of the game. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the first thing he made. <laughs> I, I, I think Papers Please and the games that he put out before because he put out a game that was basically you were the editor or or something you were working on a fictional like satellite state newspaper or something mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. like I, uh, I, I i can't i never played it uh but i i think he might have wrote his own engine for that and, and his own engine for papers papers please i might yeah, yeah. i, I, I might be wrong one, about I think, that 
I think this game was made in Unity, actually. Okay. I, I think. I'm not certain, though. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it seems like you would probably want an engine to start with if you're if you're going to go for... A 3D game. If you're making... Yeah. yeah, a 3D game and also one that has such a unique shader and is it has such mm-hmm. a unique mm-hmm. rendering. Yeah, you'd probably want to start with a good base, I would, I would mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never developed a 3D game on my own. Uh, anyway... There's a, there's our half hour plug for Return of the Overton. Um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a phenomenal game. Yeah. It is by far the best game I've played all year. Um, really? Yeah. See, yeah. that's tough for me because I played Hollow Knight this year. So yeah. uh, and Hollow Knight uh, has so far been probably my favorite. Um, Subnautica as well. Subnautica is probably not my favorite, but it's it's definitely up there. I had I had a fantastic time with. Subnautica. I don't what else I've played this year? Because now it's getting to the end of the year. I've played a lot of yeah, games. Yeah, shit. Um, shit. It, it'll be. Oh, I did play Steven Sausage Roll more, but no, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, probably, it's still not. It, I don't it, know. I think it'll. Um, better. It'll be fun um, to to finally kind of reflect back on on the year and and our favorite. Um, there'll be a lot of games discussion, I'm sure, but even just like favorite things in general, just favorite art that we came across this year god I, I hope the last episode of kentucky route zero comes out i've been replaying the, oh, yeah. the games ever since i gushed about it on here and uh yeah it's even better playing it through again oh my god so much of the stuff that seemed yeah. uh kind of like um just surrealistness like to be surreal like for its own sake in the first few app acts are actually like plot relevant now <laughs> that really? i know what happens later which is crazy to me because i thought they were just trying to be like oh look at this weird thing happening on the side of the road but it's like no this thing actually has to relate to a whole cohesive world um, huh. which is cool as hell so if, if really the fifth act of kentucky route zero comes out that might trump oberden in my in my list but uh wow but yeah cool go check that out um Alrighty. damn well yeah, we talked about that for a for a time. while i'm glad that we talked about yes. that for longer than than fortnite academy i'm, I'm happy that that return of the Overton got fortnite a, academy at stop all giving it time stop giving it time <laughs> okay stop yeah yeah no more no it's time it's time to stop okay wow yeah um <laughs> do we have time for uh somebody asked a question this do week do you have a question we, we fucking lightning no around it. <laughs> lightning lightning round que- i wish we had some some lightning round questions like just a unlimited, just a list of like ten or something. Unlimited pizza or unlimited ice cream. Unlimited pizza, I would say, is my is my gut instinct. My gut instinct is ice cream. Really? Why? Yeah, why? Just because I don't. Because I'm I'm not a I'm not a pizza guy right now. Debate. I just haven't. I mean, that's it. I mean, oh, if okay. you want pizza, that sounds good. Because <laughs> um, I feel I feel like I'm going to find myself in more situations where I'm thinking, man, I could really use a pizza right now, or I'm mm. gonna I'm in a hurry. I didn't make plans for dinner or anything. I, I just need a pizza right now. Mm. Or I'm hanging yeah, out with friends. You're the pizza. right choice. Just give me give me a pizza right now. I'm I'm going to be in more situations where having a pizza is practical versus having ice cream. Ice cream is more of a is is more of a rare treat than pizza. Yeah. Yeah, there's, but there's I've already argument. made my choice, so I'm stuck in my ice cream hell. Fair so, enough. Uh, Do, if you if you so needed I'm to done. if you needed to put forward a practical argument, though, like a like a point, a bullet point on your mm-hmm. uh, pizza's pretty pretty greasy sometimes. Uh, sometimes though, depending on on the uh, one you get though, ice cream comes out a bunch of really fun flavors. Uh, and pizza if you have does too. Ice though. cream, I'm you get some fun pizza toppings. But I mean, I can have like cod flavored ice cream. Or, Why would you want that though? Because it exists, and once I have unlimited <laughs> ice cream, I'm going to try so much ice cream. 
Mount, right? Mount Everest. Wasabi flavored ice cream. Why, why, cl- why eat it? Because it's there. Yeah. Any other lightning round questions? <laughs> What's good the question. last game you stopped Yeah, that playing? was a good question. A last what? What's the last game I stopped playing? Yeah. Like partway through? Like fuck this? Yeah. Um, I feel like this. I, I feel like that definitely happened to me this year. What was it? I'm gonna check like, my Steam library. Not even, not even that you wanted to continue playing and you just stopped playing, but you made it made it a point to stop playing the game. Made it a point to uh, stop playing. Uh, um, I've got one in mind, but there might be one more recent than it. Uh, let me think. You should probably start then, because I'm I'm trying to figure it out still. Okay, because currently I've stopped playing Steven Sausage Roll, but I'm I'm planning on finishing it. I just got to a puzzle oh, I'm yeah. stuck on. Actually, it's weird because I just started playing Dragon Quest XI, but the last game I chose to stop playing was Dragon Quest V, um, where Dragon Quest V has this moment in the game that's really cool where you like the game starts and you're a kid and then you grow up and your 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 father was the king or whatever and you get like torn away from your family or whatever mm-hmm. and then you go through the game you like you you like have a weird romance option thing you you end up finding the kingdom that you were the prince of but then were ripped away from and then you like become the king of that Hmm. like country and then you have a child and then the game starts again but you're playing as your child uh, and you inherit everything from your previous character as well as like the some of the animals like it was like a pokemon like collection system so you like gain his collection of pokemon um and i played up until that and i was like that was cool and i just like lost interest in the game for some reason even Mm -hmm. though it was like a cool twist especially for a game that came out in like the 90s um but uh, i think i i think i have a but yeah def- that was the last game i i think i have a definitive answer for this uh it's gonna right, be and i'm, I'm kind of i'm disappointed about this i'm sad that this is my answer but it's the witcher 2 i got oh, you know witcher 3 is a more recent example for me <laughs> yeah yeah look, so I, I i tried witcher 2 because i do want to play witcher 3 um and i figured well if i if i'm gonna play three i should probably play two and two got mm-hmm. a lot of praise people seem to like it a lot so yeah i like it more than three to try uh, and I got a few hours into it and was like, mm, no, I'm just not really where'd you stop. I, where, where did I stop? Yeah. Where'd you stop? I stopped shortly after you save, uh, Geralt saves his friends from getting hanged. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. So right at the beginning of like, the, which the is, which is when, which area. seems like, I think that's when the world starts to open up more and you can no. like explore. It's not. Well, I mean, kind of, but like Witcher 2 is not really about exploration. No, but it seemed like you could at least like wander around the town and like you have some yeah. options for, for things yeah, you can do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's pretty much where the game starts proper. You finish the tutorial. Exactly. I finished the tutorial and then, yeah, I, yeah. and I quit. Yeah, I just found like the combat was super clunky. Um, oh, you're going to hate Witcher 3. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the combat system I wasn't really a fan of. Um, it just was moving slow and really like part of this is just, I wasn't really in the mood for that kind mm. of game. Um, so I was really, it felt like I was forcing myself to play it and I don't know, maybe I'll come back to it and I'll, and I'll be in the mood for that kind of game and, and I'll be, yeah. I'll actually get deeper into it. But yeah, just for that moment, I was like, I just like thematically, like I'm interested in this kind of, like I'm, I'm interested in like the, the, um, like the Scandinavian like kind of folklore behind this game mm. and and like how that like works itself in like that's interesting yeah. Sandy's shaking his head Polish, Polish not not? oh yeah you're right it's Polish not Scandinavian you're right I'm sorry I fucked up 
Um, I'm I'm interested in, in the Polish background. Like it's it's cool that this is like a fantasy game told like through through like Polish folklore. I like that. Um, yeah, it makes it interesting and, and kind of unique. Um, but yeah, just not for me right now. Maybe maybe another time. Yeah, I had a similar thing for Witcher Three, but it was like I played longer than the tutorial. Um, but uh, I played until. I played until the first major expansion of the or the second major expansion of the world map where it, like there's sections of the map that you can be in and then it kind of sends you off to I think it's like some major city there's like a smaller like barricade city in Witcher 3 and then there's like an actual city that you go to I got to the bigger city and I was like fuck there's just like so much more of this fucking game and I already <laughs> played it for like 25 hours and I had felt like nothing had really changed like I was still approaching every combat scenario in the same way I think I remember way. us talking about um, this yeah 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 it's i don't know like i see the the reason why witcher 3 got so much praise but it was just that i don't know it didn't it didn't spark that want to explore like the yeah. like elder scrolls games do for me right like todd howard just knows how to tickle my fancy <laughs> right and yeah like he whispers into my ears at night but i, like, I yeah i think i think the elder scrolls and, and fallout franchises they have a lot of problems uh but they they dude like have that ability they just to nail exploration they for do some reason. yeah and i don't they know do it why well. like a lot like almost all the caves in oblivion look the fucking same exactly. they were all designed yeah. by one man which is insane or, to or me. like randomly and generated like, even i wonder if some of those some of those feel like they're just generated they're not they're all designed by a single Are man they? who was going insane after he had designed <laughs> 300 fucking dungeons because he's essentially doing the work yeah. of a generator at exactly, that point yeah because he's just taking like little like chunks of level and putting them together that's yeah. why you see so much like repeated shit in those dungeons exactly you know, just one guy designed every dungeon in, in oblivion <laughs> that one guy <laughs> <Just> crazy steve. <laughs> fucking I'm so steve sorry dungeon steve. man yeah uh i'm so <laughs> sorry steve <laughs> buscemi <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Witcher um, just didn't didn't instill that in me. It didn't feel like I could explore. It felt like the the world was secondary to the story, uh, and the story was good. But I wasn't like in the mood to play a linear story in an open world. Right? Fair it felt enough. like they didn't need to. That's why I like the second game more. Is that the second game is like every every small hub world that you go to supports the story and is in service to the story and the characters. While in Witcher 3, they're in service to an open world game. So there's the main story quests. Those ones are great. But there's a bunch of fucking side content that doesn't matter at all, right? And a lot of it's funny or has like an interesting little story twist to it, but it doesn't relate to the story of Geralt, of Geralt, 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 Geraldo. Um, or, or his like, or his lovely harem of women, right? It's yeah. like... That's all I care about in Witcher. Apparently, is is Geraldo Geraldo and his harem of women. I, for, right? I forgot that. In, so. I forgot that in the first Witcher, you collect cards. Uh, like every every woman you yes, bang in that game, naked, you get a, you get a trading women. card from it. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. I wonder that probably wouldn't slide if they did that in, in, in like The Witcher Three. I mean, The Whoa. Witcher Three has a lot That's has a lot of nudity slip, in it huh? and a lot of sex scenes. Like there are so many sex scenes in The Witcher Three, and they just start getting gratuitous. Yeah, like, but I mean, one on a horse. What's this game called? Witcher Witcher yes. Three. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just wanted to. Uh, <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> sandy's like feverishly writing something down it's kind of crazy <laughs> I, I, I know i know that uh, yeah obviously the witcher 2 and 3 like there 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 are sexual themes in the games obviously but yeah just the way that the, in the first game having those trading cards like that's like i can see a lot of people looking at that and seeing that as like oh that is like 
That is straight up very bad. That is very very bad. You are that is objectifying women to the nth degree. There it is. Um, yes. And a lot of people like having a problem with that. And not even like a good it's object. A tra- it's, a trading <laughs> it's a trading card. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's di- different from just like oh, it's a, it's right, a sex right. scene. Um, there it is yep it's them (laughs) um i have one more question um for lightning round and then i think we'll we'll end things off because this this came to me just now you were talking about how the witcher wasn't a game that like really an open world game that hooked you and made you want to explore it what is a just a video game it doesn't have to be open world just any video game the last one that really fucking hooked you and just like you couldn't put it down this will be interesting for Sandy yeah. as well, seeing as Sandy does not well, play many video games. Cell. It's going to be Splinter Cell the Dark Project. <laughs> Splinter or Cell Chaos Theory. Chaos Theory, that's it. Splinter Cell the sorry, Dark that's Project? Thief. That's Thief, that's Thief, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> can we get it? Can somebody yeah, Photoshop shop that? Can we get a Photoshop? <laughs> Splinter Cell of the like, Dark Project. Yeah, Splinter like, Cell with a bow and like arrow. Mash, mash up those two game covers. Yeah, Garrett's hood, but like uh, Sam Fisher's goggles. It's not Garrett, though. Is that, wait, who's, who's Sam the, Fisher? I thought his name is Sam Splinter Fisher's Cell. Splinter I wanted Cell, to hang out with my best friend Splinter who's, Cell. Who, who's the main character in the original Thief games, though? It's not. It's okay. not. Their name's not Gerald. No, it's no, not Gerald. Oh, Garrett. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Garrett. Okay, I thought like you said thing you used Geralt to choke people. again. Yeah. How do I know this and you don't? Yeah, that's hilarious, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I thought um, you said Gerald, which I knew would have been wrong. Yeah, it's Garrett. That's a game that I really liked. Mine is easy. It's Metal Gear Solid Five fair uh you still playing it no not right i don't have oh, i guess you're pretty fucking it. busy right now yeah yeah mm. yeah but i'll when go the, back to it yeah when the semester's over definitely yeah it's been a while i can't actually think of one that's really i think oberdin was the closest one like oberdin i i we completed in like three nights and it was like really on my mind but um yeah oberdin yeah. was kind of that for me Cause like yeah, beyond that, like, the, the, like when I when I finished the Oberdin, uh, like my last session with with that game was oh I'll play it for like another like forty minutes and then I'll mm-hmm. I'll get to it tomorrow and then that forty minutes turned into three hours and I finished the game. Yeah, like, yeah. I, just, I think I it's a specific. It I think it's a specific moment when you get just past the halfway point that suddenly it becomes this like waterfall of oh wait this all connects to this that connects to this connects to this. I I, um, I came up with a term for them. They were. Uh, truth cascades is what i was referring to them as it's that's good yeah tm um you know gonna gonna copyright uh, that file trademark but on. yeah beyond that like uh, this is kind of a joke now but it it like for a while there it was like runescape like i was actually <laughs> really into playing runescape for a while and it was weird it was like i stopped now i never actually completed that i wanted to complete the dragon slayer quest but i just kind of fell off it mm. but like i don't know i haven't had a, like a lot of time to really kind of sink into a game for a long time uh it's one of the reasons i actually bought dragon quest 11 is because i heard it works really well to as a game that you play in like one hour increments um that like it doesn't work as well if you play it for really long stretches of time it's better as like a like right before bed type game where you just kind of use it to relax and so i was like i can use that because beyond that i play like a bunch of roguelikes like i play the i play the splunky daily and stuff like that but all of those things are pretty stressful experiences. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. But now that I have a TV that I can like play games on, I don't know. Like, 
Red Dead is calling out to me. Mm. I feel like I should buy that game. Um, yeah. And I, I really want to play God of War. And I'm sure all these games are going to be great. But I realize I haven't played like a AAA game in like three years. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to remember like, what the last AAA game I played was. Yeah. I don't know. Well, not three. Know. Wait, no. I played Monster Hunter. I played Monster Hunter. Well, I guess, I guess um, it would probably be something like, uh, I don't know, like Odyssey or something. I guess Odyssey would be a AAA game. Yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah, I played like Nintendo's games. But I, I don't know. It just doesn't. I haven't played like a a big blockbuster title. Yeah, in a long time. Like right? yeah, because because yeah, like a game like Red Dead is kind of it's the zeitgeist right now. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's going to be the greatest selling game of all time, the fastest selling piece of yeah. media of all time. It's going to be highest rated. Going to be all that anybody fucking talks about time. for like the next yeah. three weeks or so, and and yeah, probably exactly. beyond that. It's the, uh, big kahuna burger. the big it's the big, big kahuna, kahuna bread burger. dead redemption 2 is the big kahuna burger did you just say bread dead bread dead, that's bread dead, bread dead redemption, redemption 2. 2 yeah anyways i actually have to go because i have a meeting with another moloch oh so shit okay we gotta, we gotta, uh, we gotta, let's we wrap up now then i'll quickly say my answer which is probably subnautica uh before that it was probably okay, hollow knight cool. but yeah subnautica it's right. it's strange how just another like here's just another fucking survival crafting used to be an early access sim um and like there were a lot of shitty ones of those um but this was just a really good one of those and like tapped into like captured an experience that i don't think any other game uh is right now like i don't think there's any other game that really captures that like exploring the ocean as as well Mm -hmm. as subnautica like nails it um and yeah Mm -hmm. there was like a good stretch of time like a good like week or so where i just was playing so much of that fucking game and and was loving Mm -hmm. it and was loving the exploring that world and going deeper into it uh anyway um logan has to go just minor thing apparently like no man's sky is trying to become subnautica now as well yeah there was an update i saw they added yeah yeah apparently you can you can go into the ocean that game it looks really cool now like it seems like they've fixed everything and everyone's saying it's a great game now which is which is great like it, it is really cool that they've done that if I was working mm-hmm. at that studio, I'd be like, fuck this. I would have taken the owl and just moved on. But mm. but they did they did good by everyone. They they seem to have made a good or at least decent game. Yeah, no, it looks wild. I mean, looking at screenshots of it, it looks beautiful. It, it, honestly. It, it, looks, it looks good. Yeah. I've heard yeah. good things about it. It's it's actually crazy that they that they took the time and, and did that. Um yeah. Anyways, yes. So it is time for Logan to leave, which means it's time for us to leave. Also, um, I'm sorry, everybody. You've let us down again. I can't believe I've it. Got, I've got a I've got a meeting with DM Mo- Moloch. Okay, and that we've got to talk about things. Sounds good. All right, uh, that'll do it for us. I don't have um, a, a soul in mind uh, right now. I'll feed it into the mixer next time we we record this. Uh, well, I'll add it in post. If you're the audience, you can hear it. We can't. We can't hear this. The sweet succulent jazz music um i've been listening to it the entire podcast have you so act- gonna, is that for real yeah I've actually? Actually, I've actually had it on the Fan- time. <laughs> fantastic i'm gonna i'll do that next time for for myself all right thank you very much for listening this has been episode number 33 of quizicast hope you had a great time hope you hope you uh found found some good gaming discussion got some good recommendations hope you learn something about Fortnite. if you remember didn't. to like comment subscribe you can find us on twitter at quizacast quizical pixel at quizacast 
underscore quizzical pixel that's, that's, or that's under, the one. under yep. under under it, it looks exactly pixels. like that yep you can also um, find us on twitch.tv uh, slash quizzical pixel and find, uh, find my youtube.com slash quizzical pixel and instagram slash quizzical pixel you can also find us on mixer at mixer slash dot com slash quizzical pixel and uh, all those social media accounts put us in the top one percent of all gaming channels It's gonna say, look up our Remember Udemy to, uh, course on how to make video essays. Go, go check that out. Two hundred five dollars. Yep. Uh, like all my tweets, retweet all my tweets, please. Do that whenever you can. Hit the bell icon. And unretweet them and then retweet them again, please. Yep. Um, from a different account. Do do, do it all the, over again from uh, a second account. <laughs> exactly. Please. Um, also, send me nice messages on the Discord. I don't usually come here, but hey, I'll read them maybe. Uh, just say Logan's real cool. I'd love that. Check out check out All the right. links I post to mostly garbage. Mm. <laughs> uh, it's a bunch of like full albums that I haven't gotten around to listening to yet, but I probably will at some point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, you, like you post them there. I assume you post so that yeah, maybe somebody no. will listen to them. <laughs> also, it's also, not like can... it's not like I wanted to answer the questions I asked or anything. But uh, pizza and Batman, all the Arkham's. <laughs> <laughs> you should have jumped in and given your answer. It's cool. Whatever. I need to take a shit now, so can we just end this? <laughs> Remember, you can find me down at the local supermarket. I'm eating all the samples. Um, it's not like I want to give my answers to the questions we asked. Fuck you guys. All right. Yeah. Uh, it's really getting to me now. Uh, thank you for listening to the Quizacast. Uh, I've, I've been Sandy, along with Matt and Logan. I don't remember the made-up last names we used. Uh, it doesn't matter. We they were bad. 34. Three, Mine was 33. bad. 33, 33, right? 30, yep. 33. Oh, oh, 60, oh, episode 68 you, of the Quizzicast. Oh, okay, okay, See you bye. next week, episode 34, where we go back to Fortnite. No. No.